Welcome to the State of America Road Report. With your hosts, David Hudson and Ian Rice. All right, everybody, welcome back to the State of America podcast. I am again going solo tonight, but don't worry, Ian is going to be on part two of this podcast. So this one's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're both going to interview people that went to the show in Chicago, uh, I guess, earlier this week, maybe. On, was it on Sunday, Justin? Saturday night. Saturday night. So uh, I'm going to do an interview. Ian's going to do an interview, and then um, we're going to put them together and com- kind of compare notes because we're going to have two sets of uh, eyes and ears on the show. But first of all, welcome Justin Frey to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. All right, Justin, same question. I ask everybody. The tour was announced on a scale of one to 10. What was your excitement level? Like a three. All right. <laughs> it was pretty. And then I got to say, once Sven was announced as joining the band again, it, that went up probably to like a five or a six. All right. As you walked out of the, uh, the show the other night, what would you rate it? Seven, seven and a half. Okay, so is is better than your expectations? Yes, a little bit, yeah. All right, so tell us about the venue. Uh, so it was at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, which is in Tinley Park, Illinois, mm-hmm. southwest uh, south southwest suburbs of uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Place is a barn, outdoor shed. Uh, I think capacity is like twenty nine thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um. I hate that place <laughs> with a passion. Um, it is probably my least favorite place to see a show in the Chicago area. Okay. Um, the sound is horrible. Um, but it's where they were playing, so that's where we were going. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, uh, how was the crowd? It was more than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say the the pavilion section where the seats were was probably in the 85 to 90% full. Okay. Uh, the lawn, I'd say, was probably like seventy-five percent full. Okay. Um, so we're talking probably a good twenty-two, twenty-three thousand people. Okay. All right. So obviously, uh, they're going to play "Shake Your Money Maker." What were the highlights, and if there were any lowlights of it? Uh, highlights for me were uh, seeing "Could I've Been So Blind" and "Strutting Blues" for the first time. I hadn't caught those before. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, Stare It Cold, I'd gotten that once, I think it was on the 2013 tour, where they kind of did My Morning Song into Stare It right. Cold back into My Morning Song. Right. So it wasn't like the full Stare It Cold, so that was that was nice to see. Uh, low Lights, uh, Chris flubbed the first line to Twice as Hard right as they came out. I heard about uh, that. Which was, which was kind of funny. I was like, really? You're doing this every night, and it's the first line of the show, and okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you recovered after that. Um they played the Shake Your Moneymaker stuff well. Um, I know I would mentioned already the sound at the place wasn't great. Um, I don't know if this was just a venue-specific thing or whoever they have running sound or just where I was sitting. Um, I was in row double G, which would be like, I think, like row 32, 34, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, over towards uh, the 
uh, Sven Isaiah side of the pavilion, but the keys were almost inaudible the whole night. Um, Isaiah's Isaiah's playing was either the only thing you could hear almost besides the drums or inaudible. It was like one or the other, no in between. <laughs> you think a lot of that had to do with the venue? It's possible. I, like I said, I don't know who's running sound. I wasn't. I didn't really walk around much while they were playing right. to see if it was another spot. But um, I just remember on thick and thin, um, I could was kind of looking at Isaiah's fingers to see what he was playing to, you know, listen for the little parts that you normally would hear in that song from the lead player, and I could see his fingers moving, but I couldn't hear a lick of it. <laughs> Which so is just really weird. What what songs just really really stood out to you? Um. Well, the ones that I mentioned that uh-huh. were cool to see. Um, Strut and Blues, they did. It was, you know, high energy. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, Chris was definitely feeling Sister Luck. Uh, that actually stood out. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to Handle, She Talks to Angels, got the biggest reaction from the crowd by far. Um, Chicago is a obviously a big city. But there's, a, you know, the classic rock stations here play those songs pretty frequently uh, and you could definitely tell the crowd was excited to hear those two how did uh robino sound on uh strut and blues because in the videos he sounds really good on it what i when i could hear him it sounded good yeah Um, but it was really hard to hear a lot of what he was playing unless it was like a featured part where it seemed like they turned him up in the mix right um other than that it was really um the drums were just super loud i could hear brian griffin real well throughout the whole show um rich even i mean you could hear rich obviously but like i said when they put isaiah on like the featured parts he was drowning rich out which was unusual i've never experienced that at a crow show before or a magpie show right. or anything all right so they obviously they do the money maker and they go into the hits before mm-hmm. we get to like a rundown what did you get that was different because they're rotating a few songs in and out um we got the tour debut of goodbye daughters Mm-hmm. We got uh, a conspiracy, and we got salvation. All right. So, goodbye, daughters of the revolution. You got to see it for the first time. How did it? How was it live? Especially with Isaiah playing on it. Um, I, I got to say, as soon as the drum beat kicked in, my first reaction was really. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I just wasn't expecting anything post Lions really on this tour at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I saw it was a night or two later they busted out a uh, Good Morning Captain. So mm-hmm. I guess they're they're starting to uh, expand their. Uh, Right. selections but uh goodbye daughters it was it sounded good isaiah definitely stuck really close to luther's part from the record mm-hmm. um the solo sounded really similar um but it was yeah it was well played um uh, definitely didn't get a lot of reaction from much of the crowd that at least not around me all right what about a conspiracy played well um the little organ solo during the breakdown in the middle uh i felt like robino was kind of doing a uh a note salad type of solo rather than sticking close to Eddie's part. Mm -hmm. But it was, I mean, it was in key and it was, he played well when I could hear him. I just was, I guess, missing some of the little licks that Eddie played a little, you know, back and forth part that uh, it wasn't there. (laughs) That is a song that I thought would, would be permanently in the rotation. It was the lead single off of Amorica and it's a rock, it's straight up rock songs. Don't, you know, beat around the bush on that. Yeah, it was good. Um, you could definitely tell which ones were the, the ones that people knew. No Speak, uh, which kicked off the hits portion, got a big reaction. Um, Thorn got a big reaction. 
why has it got a big reaction remedy obviously um but yeah those those kind of rotation songs that they played um were a little more tepid of a reaction I what guess about salvation salvation was good um you could definitely tell uh, Isaiah was trying to play similarly to Mark, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning of the solo. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of it, it seems like he was trying to speed up, you know, I guess get a little bit more notes in that you mm-hmm. normally would hear on that solo. But, I mean, it was still sounded sounded good. It was nothing egregious. <laughs> All right, so what was the encore? Uh, the Stone song. It's only rock and roll. I'm getting kind of tired of that one. Uh, me too. Uh, I mean, obviously they hadn't played it except for the warm-up shows last year, uh, or I guess yeah, last last year. Uh, besides this tour, so it was a new one for me. Well, have you seen? Uh, the, that... Have you seen what they closed with last night? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what can I do? Then but, that's uh, that's awesome. I would have taken that instead in a heartbeat. If I had to flip a coin between uh, the Stones and the Velvet, uh, Velvet Underground song, I probably would have picked the Stones song, just because it kind of fits the theme of the night better i have um, never liked it's only rock and roll it's okay uh they didn't do a great job of it um there was definitely a point where uh coming out of one of the choruses it seemed like the vocalists weren't on the same page of where they should go next mm. um which was kind of interesting <laughs> it seemed it seemed under rehearsed which is funny because they played it a bunch already this tour well what did uh everybody around you were they having fun yeah, everyone was dancing and a lot of people singing along. Um, they were into it. I'm worried we're about to get a canceled tour. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they're heading into the Deep South, yeah. uh, which is where your neck of the woods and where the Delta variant yeah. is being uh, running rampant. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but, I mean, they pushed it back a year already. I don't know how much Live Nation is going to want to cancel some shows either. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, I mean, I'm supposed to go a couple of weeks, so I'm hoping, but it's not, it wouldn't shock me if they go ahead and cancel everything. Everything, you know, a lot of other big tours are being canceled, so. I did see that, like, I think it was Fish, and I know Jason Isbell, both of them have been saying you have to either have uh, vaccination proof or a clean COVID test in order to attend the shows. I mean, they could institute that policy and at least try and mitigate things that way. Right. I, I just wonder if the meet and greets are going to continue. Because you're, yeah. you're, you're exposing <laughs> yourself, you know, at that point. Oh, absolutely. Um, but again, I mean, if you've got, you know, either a clean vaccination bill or a, uh, a clean uh, COVID test within whatever number of days they're going to require right. that, I mean, that could supposedly that should, you know, eliminate that risk. Well, do you have anything, before we head on out, do you have anything else to comment on about the show? Um, it was enjoyable. Uh, as long as you kind of, you know, understand what you're going to see. You're not right. going to see the 2005-2006 Crows. Right. Um, I came on to the uh, the Crows fandom a little later. I kind of really started getting into them during the first hiatus between mm-hmm. 2002 and 2005. Right. Uh, my, my first shows were in 05, seeing Mark. Okay. Um that's what hooked me and really got me, you know, into the, that's when they became my band. Right. Um, so I missed the by your side experience. I've listened to shows. I've seen clips online. I can see echoes of that. It isn't the same. Um, it doesn't right. have the same frenetic pace. Right. Um, but I mean, looking at it, 
<laughs> there were times where I closed my eyes and I listened to it and I, I almost enjoyed it a little bit better than when I had my eyes open just because it's such a 180 from what I've seen from them from 2005 through 2013. Right. Um, but the music, I mean, the, everyone they've got there is a good player. Brian right. Griffin's not Steve Gorman, but he's good. Right. Uh, and he's better than what I've heard of Bill DeBrow. <laughs> so, um, you know, as long as you kind of know what you're going to see, I think you'll have a good time. It, it made me happy. This is the first show I've seen since COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it made me happy to go out and hear these songs that I've enjoyed right. for years. Um, that made me happy a lot. Um, if I had my pick, this wouldn't be the presentation I would necessarily see them in, but it doesn't right. mean it was bad. It wasn't bad. Well, cool. I appreciate you giving us a few minutes to uh, discuss it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot to Justin. Take care, everybody. Shake your money maker. 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 She won't shake her money maker. She won't shake her money maker.